Welcome, everybody, and thanks for joining us on episode 38 of Health Talk with Dr. Cal. I'm Nikki Sterner, and today begins a What Is series. Today, we will discuss what is chiropractic. Chiropractic is a healthcare profession that focuses on the spine and other joints of the body, along with their connection to the nervous system. Chiropractors avoid the use of unnecessary drugs or surgery. They use adjustments to reduce pain and increase movement. In addition, they also provide lifestyle recommendations, nutritional advice, soft tissue, and other therapies. I started treatment with Dr. Kell and his wife, Dr. Ingrid, about a year and a half ago. I had been working at a desk job for about six months, and my back was having these weird spasms when I would move a certain way. I hoped it would go away on its own, but it didn't. So I decided to go and seek treatment with Dr. Kell. He and Dr. Ingrid performed adjustments, soft tissue therapy, nutritional consultations with food-based supplements, stretching therapies, and emotional release therapy. Before going to see them, I was worried I might have to have surgery, and it was scaring me. I can honestly say it's such a relief knowing that you don't have to rely on prescription medicine to treat everything. Most of the time, there is a healthier alternative with less side effects through chiropractic care. Welcome, everybody, to Health Talk with Dr. Cal. This is podcast number 38 on what is chiropractic. Hi, Dr. Cal. Hi, Nikki. How are you? Doing great. How about you? I'm doing well. Before we get started, though, let's do the quote of the day. Sounds good. Okay. Adversity is the mother of progress. And that's by Mahatma Gandhi. Adversity. I feel like we all kind of butt up against that at one point or another, and it it feels like progress is difficult at times. (laughs) But once we laser focus in and do the daily little things and steps, I feel like there is progress. What about you? Yes, that reminds me of another quote, um, though I don't recall who said it, but it was a religious leader who said, after much tribulation cometh the blessings. And I think that kind of goes Mm. along with that. You know, we uh, often want things to be easy. And for some people, it does seem like things tend to be easy or they have a talent that, you know, things come easier for them and deal with tons of failure before we get there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's difficult. Life is difficult at times, but um, yeah, that there's the rainbow at the end, right? Yeah. There's many times in my life where I've just wanted to give up and quit and jump off. (laughs) But, uh, um, and and I think, you know, those that endure the adversity uh, and consistent or constant adversity, it's for some it seems at times, feel that way. Like I decided long ago, uh, what's the use of ending the ride early? Might as well go to the end. Yeah, (laughs) right. You know? Uh, so hang in there if you're struggling and, uh, we're here to help improve your feelings of struggle, health, nutrition, and, uh, all the alternative ways of you can heal yourself. That's what we're here for to talk about. And today we're going to talk about what is chiropractic, but first we'll start with the article of the day. Okay. And that is on an additive that, uh, is been more discussed in the news recently called trihalose. Have you heard of that before, Nikki? No, I have not. What is it? Trihalose is a sweetener, but 
this is, in this case, it's not an artificial sweetener. It is actually a sweetener created from sweet things. In our society, in the state of capitalist perspective of society, uh, we're always trying to make a buck, right? Everybody's out to, how can I make another dollar? Discussing that a lot about how our, in our society, oftentimes money comes before health. And people who are trying to make money could really care less about the health of the individual they sell something to. Of course, that's not everyone, but it seems like in our world that happens a lot among the wealthy. And this is no exception. Trihalose is, is a sweetener that uh, is naturally found in a few substances that we do eat, but in very small quantities. Uh, and it's found, uh, the reason it's in the news is because of its effect on our microbiome of our gut. Uh, but uh, four foods that it's found naturally in are mushrooms, yeast, honey, and shellfish. Apparently, the quantities or the amounts are so small, it, it's considered insignificant. In fact, before the creation of the synthetic form, or at least the lab-synthesized form of trihalose, came about uh, when you, you know, the average person who, who consumed those types of foods might average 0.3 grams per person per day. Today, at least in the Western world, because of the use of trihalose, which is in just about anything and everything, if it's been processed, is 34.43 grams per day. A huge increase, right? Huge. Yeah. <clears throat> and what they're finding is the trihalose, uh, when you eat it or ingest it, and it goes into your system, not all of it is passed into your body out of your intestines. So it sits in your intestines, and mm. the bacteria love it. And the bad bacteria oh. especially love it, and they love to grow on it. And so oh. they're finding that something called Clostridium difficile, if I'm pronouncing that right, or CDI infection is on the rise and on the increase in a tremendous way. And it causes everything from mild diarrhea to death. Colitis and other intestinal problems are on the rise. Think about it, it's huge. Uh, in our practice, we see lots of people with gastrointestinal problems. And this apparently is one of those things that is on the increase, one of the things that causing it to also to increase in your system or overtake your system and your gut. This bad bacteria grows and, and then causes all these problems within the gut, but it also causes increases inflammation throughout the body. We've talked a lot, a lot about that in the past. One of the things that uh, I find interesting, and we've talked about this from time to time too, is antibiotics. You know, they consider the wonder of the modern age and, mm -hmm. and heal people from all kinds of infections, but they also have a bad side effect. It says here in this article, it's, uh, it's called The Role of Trihalose in the Global Spread of Epidemic Clostridium Difficile. It says here, treatment with antibiotics is the predominant risk factor associated with CDI. As antibiotics significantly alter the consumption and diversity of the intestinal microbiota. It has been demonstrated that the microbiome community present in native microbiota provide resistance against intestinal pathogens, including CDI. And antibiotic treatment lowers this resistance. So the antibiotics, when you take them, they, they kill off your good flora, along with the bad flora, but some flora are resistant to the antibiotics, and CDI is one of them. You're partaking of the trihalose, and you're getting antibiotic therapy, you're getting the double whammy there. 
opens up a big corridor for this bacteria to grow out of control and cause all kinds of not only intestinal problems but um, inflammatory issues in your system and to alter or affect or decrease the effectiveness of your immune system which is so much in the news these days with COVID and other things. Yeah. That's pretty much covers it. Do you have any questions about tree hollows? So what exactly is it from? It comes from mushrooms and... It naturally exists in mushrooms, yeast, honey, and shellfish. Here's something in the article that could answer your question there. In the mid-1990s, saw the development of an innovative enzymatic process for individual scale production of tree hollows from starch. This process led to the precipitous drop in price to less than a hundredth of its initial cost and paved the way for tree hollows use in the food industry. Here, oh, let's mention too what foods that it's in. Baked goods, breakfast cereals, processed rice and pasta, mm-hmm. processed vegetables, dried and juiced fruits, milk products, meat, and fish producers, any that use any kind of sweeteners, sweets, chewing gum, and ice cream. So it's in everything. I wonder if it's labeled tree hollows. No, it's not. They're allowed to label it under natural flavors. Oh, really? Yep. So you'll never see tree hollows written on the label anywhere. Wow. It's in everything processed. So once again, back to what we have talked about many times in the past, you stick to an organic plant and fruit-based diet, vegetables and fruits, and uh, stick to the good, good fish, wild caught, will do fine and you'll avoid mm-hmm. things like tree hollows wow. and only do antibiotic therapy when you absolutely have to there's no other alternative after you do the antibiotic therapy uh, load yourself up on uh, all the natural uh, good bacteria okay. probiotics okay wow those sneaky food producers yep all about the money all right let's get on with it what is okay. chiropractic my favorite subject because i am a chiropractic doctor What is chiropractic, Nikki? If someone asked you today on the street, what is chiropractic, what would you say? Okay, I would say that chiropractic is like the realignment of your spinal cord so that your body can more efficiently, I don't know, use your muscles and I I don't know. (laughs) What would you say? Well, it's interesting because your definition is there, is good. It's a beginning. It is something that probably a lot of people in, in our world might say, or, or you might even be saying a little bit more than a lot of people really understand. And there's still a vast majority of the world that has no idea what chiropractic is or what it can do for them. And that's why I thought it important that uh, people understand what it is. And it's been a confusing thing. It, the, the very first school began in 1895 by uh, B.J. Palmer, was a man who was into natural healing in uh, Davenport, Iowa. He uh, helped someone by applying pressure to the spine. Um, In fact, he claims that he applied that pressure. He heard a pop. Before long, the person who he was working on, uh, who had not been able to hear for some time, his hearing came back. With that information, he decided to start his own school and started the first chiropractic school in Davenport, Iowa called Palmer Chiropractic, and uh, it has spread since 1995 to, I believe there's uh, 15, 16 schools across the country and other schools throughout the world teaching chiropractic. I went to Palmer's uh, website, took their definition, I just wanted to read a few things from their website about chiropractic and and what they say it is, and then we'll talk more about what I say it is or what it's been for me as a chiropractic doctor. Here it says, a 
a healthcare profession that focuses on the spine and other joints of the body and their connection to the nervous system. The word chiropractic means to be done by hand. Chiropractors use adjustments, and we'll explain what an adjustment is here in a minute, to restore joint function and support the nervous system. They help patients maintain optimal health while avoiding unnecessary drugs or surgery. An estimated 50 million Americans see a chiropractor each year. A chiropractor is a primary care doctor who specializes in spinal health and well-being. They focus on the prevention, diagnosis, and conservative care of spine-related disorders and other painful joint issues. In addition to adjustments, chiropractors also provide soft tissue therapies, lifestyle recommendations, fitness coaching, and nutritional counseling. Here's a definition of an adjustment. A very safe, specific controlled force applied to a joint to restore proper function and mobility often used to help joint function or mobility after accidents, falls, stress, or overexertion, as they can negatively affect the spine and the joints. These changes impact tissues, the nervous system, and other areas of the body. Left unresolved, this can make you more susceptible to chronic problems. Chiropractic adjustments reduce pain, increase movement, and improve performance. That's their definition. Okay. I started school in 1985. Uh, graduated in 1989. Chiropractic school in and of itself, when I went there, it was a three and a third years you could go straight through if you took no breaks. And basically it was about equal to five years of schooling if you were to take summers off. But you come out with a doctorate degree, you had to have back then at least a two-year associate's degree to be able to get in along with uh, several uh, specific courses like biology, uh, chemistry, physics, but essentially, that education is equal to, if not better in certain ways, than a medical degree. You're required to take basically all the courses that an MD would take, along with added courses specific to, of course, adjusting the spine. We don't spend any time learning about much about medications, though, though we do take courses in toxicology. can uh, educate us on uh, the effects of uh, misuse of medications. So when patients come to us, we're considered primary care providers. We take all the anatomy courses, physiology, biochemistry, microbiology, on and on and on, pathology, diagnosis. We can do general physicals. Some states still treat chiropractic as if they're not educated because the government is unaware of the education received and all the chiropractic colleges have to be accredited across the nation by the federal government. That education is beyond what you would ever imagine because chiropractors have struggled forever to to be recognized. One of the things that has harmed chiropractic, they didn't want to prescribe drugs. They didn't want to use drugs to heal people. They wanted people to be able to heal naturally through uh, the chiropractic adjustment, which when you consider the real benefits of chiropractic and what it does for you, in my opinion, what was taught when I was in school was that what you're doing is you're affecting the nervous system. You're also affecting the circulation, the blood flow, because you've got the brain and the spinal cord coming down from the brain and then branches breaking off from the spinal cord going in between the vertebrae through something called an intervertebral foramen. And then those nerves go out to the organs and muscles and skin and all the tissues of the body. So they innervate everywhere. There's actually a lot of people don't know there's nutritional flow back and forth in the nervous system 
goes much slower than what the blood does and how the blood moves. It's not pumped by the heart. It's pumped by motion. Um, essentially, that flow is affected kind of like the lymphatic system where that flow is affected by motion. More sedentary people have a slower flow than active people. Back to why exercise and movement is so important for, to your health. If there's pressure or inflammation surrounding the intervertebral foramen in the, in the joints of the spine, that pressure can put pressure on the blood flow, can put pressure on the nerve flow, and when that flow is decreased, you're decreasing the nutrients and the health benefits to your organs uh, and back and forth to your brain, to your organs, and to your spine, to your muscles and tissues, all the tissues of the body, to your gut, uh, and then health can decline. Therefore, chiropractors have also claimed that if you keep your spinal health optimum, uh, you'll also help improve your general health as well because then those nutrients are flowing as they should enable you to be healthier. Does that make sense, Nikki? Yeah, what did you say it's called? The what flow? You've got the spinal fluid flow. Is that what you're, maybe that's what you're asking? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, there's been many studies done where they pinch off a nerve. Years ago, I'm talking about studies where they did with the squid nerves and uh, they'd pinch off the flow and of course, then they'd get dysfunction in the end organ, wherever those nerves were traveling. And uh, then they'd release the pressure and flow would return, though it tend to be slower than like blood flow. To, as long as they didn't do that pressure too long, uh, they could uh, restore the benefit to whatever end organ or area of the body was affected. And so that's the premise behind chiropractic, to keep your spinal health well. We do those kinds of adjustments on the extremities everywhere, elbows, knees, wrists, ankles, shoulders, pretty much wherever there's a joint, you can adjust that joint, the actual effect in the area. Uh, when you get an adjustment, it actually causes an endorphin release. So you get an immediate feeling of a reduction of pain. A lot of people go to chiropractors because they're in pain. Interestingly enough, at least in the United States, the number one type of care seen after the initial accident occurs as in an auto accident is to a chiropractor. found that uh, chiropractic adjustments help improve the uh, healing process after an injury. Uh, sports uh, athletes, uh, a lot of chiropractors are now part of professional football teams and basketball teams, baseball teams. The people, they get uh, adjusted regularly and it improves sports performance. Uh, they get adjusted and worked on after their injuries and it speeds up the process of healing. All these things tend to occur. The research there has never been able to be done directly to say absolutely for 100% that uh, if you have pressure at a given level of the spine, an end organ is dysfunctioning and you do an adjustment that that organ itself will then begin functioning normally, but there is enough evidence to say that if you take the pressure off, of a nerve uh, wherever it's going, whether to a muscle or a joint or to an organ, that benefit will improve to that area. Uh, therefore, it is logical to assume that if there's pressure there and you do an adjustment on the spine and that does relieve the pressure, that uh, things will improve at the end. That makes sense, Nikki? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time I go into the chiropractor, whether it's you or somebody here in Georgia now, um, it is. It's a relief. And I hear that pop. You know, like when they adjust mm -hmm. you. And, a lot of um, people I'm are curious that. about what causes the pop. And yeah. What benefit is it? The, the popping sound. Uh, again, uh, unfortunately, we can't uh, cut somebody open while we're doing the pop to uh, 
know exactly what's happening, but the theory is is that uh, the hyaluronic acid within the joint capsule, there's friction created and when those surfaces move together, change of the uh, of the liquid to a gas due to the friction or the heat produced, quick quick movement, and that causes a pop. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't know for sure. Uh, that's one theory, but we do over time have discovered that the pop is not necessary. The motion, the increase in motion in the joint is a significant thing because as you apply pressure in that area and a quick thrust, sometimes you get a popping noise, sometimes you don't. But the end result is often the same. Some chiropractors don't do those kinds of hands-on adjustments anymore. There are instruments now out there that we use and we implement in our practice too. Sometimes we do the the adjustments with our hands. People want the to hear that noise, you know, people who've been gone to chiropractors and had adjustments for years, they like that popping noise and and that feel of the crunching sound, and and they, I think there's a psychological benefit to that as well, and so they feel like something's been done. When you use the instruments, you typically don't get a popping noise, but I found over the years the results and the benefits uh, that occur after the adjustment are the same. So we use both, and some people don't like the sound. They don't want to hear the popping, so the instruments work great. So if you're out there yeah. and you're thinking of going to a chiropractor, you can ask those kinds of questions to the chiropractor. I did want to mention also a lot of people are unaware. I went to school and started school in 1985, and uh, why I decided to become a chiropractor for many reasons. I won't go into today, maybe some other time talk more about it. But for reasons of time, I did want to bring up a lot of people don't know. You know, chiropractors have taken a bad rap for years. Uh, there was a time in our country in the 70s where, in fact, uh, where the AMA decided chiropractic was nothing but quackery and they wanted to store chiropractic as a profession. All their uh, 500,000 members across the country that if they associated or referred to chiropractors or worked with chiropractors at all, they would lose their medical privileges at a hospital. And yeah. most medical doctors uh, survived by uh, working at the hospital and, and then you know someone comes in with an injury or an illness and they, they come in, they get treated by the doctor and then they go see that doctor afterwards at their office for continued care. And that's how often how they build their practices. Uh, so they were told mm-hmm. they couldn't um, associate with them. Well, in 1976, there was a lawsuit put together by uh, five chiropractors. It took from 1976 until 1990 uh, they fought it all that time. It went to court a few times and worked its way up the court system. Finally went to a US, U.S. District Court in Illinois uh, where a judge finally said, and, and interestingly enough, when the chiropractors started out, they asked for uh, financial reparations and, and many things, and they kept losing in court. And so finally they, what they did is they went after and said, look, it, if anything has happened here, it's this declaration uh, to by the AMA uh, to all the medical doctors saying that chiropractic is quackery and that uh, uh, you can't associate with chiropractors anymore has hurt chiropractic financially and that what they've claimed is a lie. They're, they're not quacks. They do have benefit. People have been using it since, and claiming benefit from it since uh, 1895 and actually beyond. There's a great history that uh, of manipulation of the spine has existed for thousands of years. Uh, evidence of it throughout Asia uh, and Europe, and uh, but it was never organized or called anything specific in a general way. It was often a, a skill passed on from father to son or father to daughter, and, and hmm. uh, 
was not something really organized. And uh, even, even osteopathy or osteopaths, a man by the last name of Stills started a college about the same time uh, B.J. Palmer did, and, and that's where osteopathy began. And they, they were, it was all surrounded around manipulation. Well, later the osteopaths decided we want to be able to prescribe drugs. And so today, if you get a degree in osteopathy, it's equal to a medical degree in the sense that you can prescribe the drugs and they've gotten away. Uh, I think there are still some osteopaths that do manipulation, but the majority just operate their practices like an MD would. You, you know, you've got an illness or sickness, you go in and get diagnosed and get prescribed a drug or you get referred for surgery. And that's the extent of their practice. The chiropractors uh, went on, they fought and they won in 1990. And the only thing they won, though, is that the AMA had to go back and tell all their people that we weren't quacks and that uh, they could now associate with us. Their hospital privileges would not be affected. Unfortunately, that stigma has still stuck with chiropractic for years, and we'd had to fight, just like that quote of the day. As chiropractors, uh, we just had to continue to fight for acceptance. Uh, still a lot of medical doctors that run us down or say that, what we do has no benefit, but the evidence is there. It proves that we do. It it's also goes back to the money, in my opinion, too. They, they saw us as a, an economic threat, and therefore they went after us. Now, we are an economic threat because people are sick and tired of taking drugs for everything and are beginning to recognize that there are natural ways to heal their body, and, and they won't have the side effects that they do when they take medications. Is there a place for medications? I don't want to run down everything. Of course, there is. Emergency care, I think, is the number one benefit of, of medicine. You know, as a chiropractor, other than if there's something broken or, you know, literally fractured or, or, or you slice yourself open or burned yourself, chiropractic uh, actually can help with the healing process and improve that, but uh, you, you need to be sewn up or casted or treated for like a burn, then that care from medical care is a great benefit. But uh, uh, like I said, chiropractors are number one. Profession is seen after an auto accident because uh, that recovery process is heated up significantly by the adjustment, by the soft tissue work, by the rehab that we often perform, and by the nutrition we provide during the healing process. And same thing goes for sports injuries. Number one, seen mm. by the chiropractor. So any other okay. questions about chiropractic, Nikki? I think we're uh, coming close to, to the end of our segment, but uh, any questions or comments? So auto accidents and sports injuries. I totally understand the sports injuries things because you, I mean, auto accidents as well, but I haven't been in one, uh, knock on wood. <laughs> um, but yeah, sports injuries, I played a lot of sports and your body, I mean, you're on the ground, you're getting hit. I can imagine high contact sports are um, definitely needing chiropractic treatment. <clears throat> I'd like to end with an analogy. I want you to think about this, and a lot of people, I, I keep thinking of a better way to come up with it, but I think it's, it's one people can understand. Most people out there have eaten meat, and if you eat uh, meat from, say, a young cow, it, you often find that the meat is very tender. Uh, if you've eaten meat from an old cow, it tends to be very tough. And, of course, certain parts of the, uh, of the cow are... Uh, naturally more tender than others. Le Mignon, for instance, even in an older cow, tends to be still pretty tender. But, And that's that meat comes from right along the spine, interestingly enough. But we are like cows. When we're young, our muscle tissue, all the, all the tissue of our body is soft and supple. And as we get older and we have injuries, we eat crappy food and we don't exercise and on and on and on, those tissues become tight. And when you get an injury, you get a tear of a muscle inside your body, it heals 
but it heals with scar tissue. Kind of when you get a cut on your arm and you, you see how it heals and you get a scar. Same thing's happening underneath uh, in the muscle tissue. And along the tendons, oftentimes even worse, the ligaments don't tend to heal well and often get stretched and that stretching does not tighten again. So you get, sometimes get laxity in the, in the joints that way. But the other way, what happens is the tissues become very hard and tight and taut. And so it reduces the motion <clears throat> excuse me, of the joints. And the tissues surrounding the joints make everything tight. I have treated time and time again people with carpal tunnel syndrome, knee pain, ankle pain. You know, in, in the medical community, it's if somebody gets has pain in the knee, send them to physical therapy, do some exercises. I have a lot of people tell me that they don't get a huge amount of benefit from that. And, and this is why. Because uh, and then, of course, it leads to surgery. And oftentimes surgeries are... You know, not that effective as well. But what happens is, and this is, of course, my theory, but I've proved it time and time again in my practice and many chiropractors and other health care professionals that use these kinds of therapies as well as the adjustment find a benefit, and that's breaking up that hard tissue that's surrounding the joint. Uh, that hard tissue causes squeezing of the joint, and then those joint surfaces begin to rub together, and then you get inflammation inside the joint. The, the medical way of doing things is to go in and and scrape everything off and, and get in the joint and change things. Whereas if the joint isn't too far gone, you can break up that hard tissue surrounding the joint and joint functions restored and the pain goes away. Along with that adjustment and the breaking up of the hard tissue surrounding the joints, you can restore people back to normal function and in a pain-free life uh, if, if they're not too far gone. The older you get, the less likely it is to benefit. But uh, post-injury, if you do these kinds of treatments uh, after a sports injury or after an auto accident, which is just another form of injury, you know, whether you get a whiplash from playing sports or whether you get you know, rear-ended in a car accident, it is doing similar things. And so the healing process, basically the adjustments as well as the soft tissue work, helps that healing process as you heal to heal normally, that it reduces the scarring and keeps the motion going so that everything doesn't become tight and actually cause long-term damage to the joint those soft tissues surround. Yeah, that makes sense. We had a lot of success when you worked on my shoulder joints and my knees because um, I was having tightness, you know, pain that was from the tightness in both areas. And even like sleeping on my shoulders would hurt. But when you started really getting in there and breaking up the the hardened tissues around the joints, I was able to sleep on my shoulders again and use my knees more running and walking. And it really did make a big difference. And it does. And over the years, you know, I graduated in 1989, which was some time ago. Since that time, you know, initially I was just doing chiropractic. And the longer that I worked, the more I realized and recognized talking to people about their nutritional intake and telling them they needed to eat right and exercise even back then. But mm -hmm. over time, we've become far bigger experts at nutrition and how to, what you should and should not be eating, what types of supplements you should be taking. If you have given <clears throat> health conditions, what uh, supplements can benefit your body to heal better, to overcome those ailments. Uh, so much we can do now naturally for the gut and the function of the gut and the function of the liver and kidneys, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, uh, naturally without drugs. Once again, the sooner you get in to receive the right information and start eating the right foods and taking the correct supplements and getting the right exercise, the more likely it is you can recover. But if the longer you go, the harder it is to recover, to, to heal from, from whatever it is that's causing your problem, whether it's due to inflammation, 
or injury. Well, that was a really great wrap-up of what is chiropractic. Uh, thanks for taking us from A to B to C all the way to Z. And um, I wanted to mention, though, if anybody does have questions, that they can email healthtalkwithdrkel at gmail.com. Um, and just go ahead and lay out your questions for us, um, listeners. We'd love to hear from you. And, and I mentioned, Nikki, too, that it, that Health Talk with Dr. Kell, that's D-R-K-E-L-L. Thank you. Yep. So health, H-E-A-L-T-H, talk, T-A-L-K, with W-I-T-H, Dr. D-R-Kell, K-E-L-L, at gmail.com. And another thing, Dr. Kell, is I wanted to mention a big thank you to our sponsor, OceanBayNaturals.com, for hosting this uh, podcast for us. Anything you wanted to say about them? Just we're focused on making uh, all natural and organic health and hygiene products. And so they're out there doing a great job and coming out with new things all the time. Uh, currently have a great natural deodorant, but coming up with several other things, everything from hand lotions to... Uh, Scrubs, facial scrubs, uh, skin he- healing, uh, serums, and so on and so forth. So much garbage on the market today, and so they're focused on making just natural and organic products that uh, are safe for you to use. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I have a couple different products. I use one on my face and one the deodorant also, and it is nice. It's, it's peace of mind knowing that there's no horrible ingredients in these products. They're all natural and organic and skin healing so no matter where you put it you're going to be fine well it's interesting too you get the serum but it's not for sale yet to the public the uh, nikki is uh, one of our <laughs> one of our testers that's right <laughs> so uh, so far so good it's great i use it every morning and night i even if i get like a little bit of eczema like right now it's really cold in atlanta and dry so i can put that on my skin like my hands where they start to get dry and it's healing on there as well. We sent you any of the hand lotion yet? I don't think I have the hand lotion oh, yet. Got to no. get that for you. We've been uh, yeah. doing a bunch of trials with that and had great, great results. People loving it and saying just similar things that you're saying about the serum. So oh. we'll get you some of that. We'll get these guys moving so that they can get their, more of their products online for people to try, uh, such as the another, serum and hand lotion and other things. Another thing I've been using is the silver in the back of my throat, just with everything that's going around. Yes, we do use silver, and and Ocean Bay Naturals does have the silver up, so you can buy that. It has great benefit for, uh, we've used it for years with our kids and and ourselves for eye infections, ear infections, uh, throat infections, sore throats, etc., and on cuts, and... And yeah, I was going to say, use it on your skin too, right? For the yes. same thing. Like- uh, it, it also is great. I mean, Naturals has another product that's uh, coming out with, and it'll be in a couple of months with uh, spring and summer on its way. And that is a sunburn spray and uh, has the silver in it, as well as a tanning, a savior tan product that uh, will help prolong your tan naturally. Uh, and also... Uh, reduce the pain by spraying your skin with it and, and it takes out the burn right away. It contains the silver as well as aloe vera. Um, now you were saying that chiropractors also have supplements um, that help, like food-based supplements. Oh yeah, we've, you- met, we've mentioned standard process many times, right, in, in, in some of our podcasts. And yeah, thank you for bringing that up. I wanted to mention standard process has recently made it easier for the general public to buy their supplements. Uh, for years, you had to see a doctor first 
before he could be given any of the supplements because a lot of the names of their products are so different than what you'll find in the drugstore or at the local mm-hmm. market. It doesn't just say vitamin A, vitamin B, vitamin C, etc., or a specific mineral. What their products have are very strange names, and they often have they come straight from food and no synthetics, and they're all from organic foods. And uh, so that their products are typically uh, have many minerals and vitamins contained in them. So they give them an unusual name, but there are many that are specific for helping to heal the gut, to work on healing the liver, to work on helping the body heal itself, providing those nutrients that it needs to function that in our Western diet people just don't get anymore. Cool thing is we'll have a website connected with Standard Process that the general public can go purchase the supplements on and they can always call us of course our, our clinic and we do phone uh, nutritional consults can help them figure out what supplements they need to be taking that way and that site though it's not up yet uh, they'll access it through holistichealth.standardprocess.com that's really cool because yeah once you know what you're going to order it's so handy to be able to just hop on there and get it when you know you're running low yeah, we don't yeah, recommend it, people just go order something. I mean, you can go and read the ingredients, things like that, and go, oh, that sounds good, and get it. But we, we recommend having nutritional consults with a professional. Uh, nutritional supplements don't affect you immediately, cause the side effects or, or the direct benefit like a drug might when you're looking for a specific thing that it might do for you. So your fear of actually causing a severe issue by taking the wrong supplement necessarily a significant issue. We're looking for benefit, right? So we want to be able to make sure yep. that you are taking the ones that are specifically beneficial to you and that will help your body uh, heal itself or overcome the health issue that you're dealing with. Yeah. And you guys have like a, what's it called? Like a, exa- like a questionnaire form. Right. Yeah. If someone were to call our clinic on the phone and make an appointment and then we did a phone visit with them, uh, we will email them and forms to fill out so that we can better understand what they're eating now. And, and then we have that uh, phone consult, discuss their problem, their issues, mm-hmm. uh, and through different types of, we can even do or have them go do tests um, or order those tests for them to do wherever they live and uh, work and figure out with them what they need to do to help their body heal. Refer them to chiropractors or other health code professionals if they need those services as well. Yeah, I know it, it's really helped me and my children um, with like adrenal health and gut health and uh, liver health, gallbladder, all that. We've really noticed a, a significant increase in our health from the supplements so they're really good stuff yeah thanks for saying so yeah yeah absolutely well i think i'm done if you are nikki thank you so much for listening everybody yeah i hope that you learned something about chiropractic and that they are just another form of uh provider that you can see that deals with things naturally and if you're sick of taking your prescriptions maybe it's an option for you to check out (laughs) Thank you, Nikki. I should also mention that uh, chiropractors, a lot of them do take, at least in the United States, there are insurance companies that cover some chiropractic, though reimbursement is is not good for most. We're the lowest paid profession by the insurance companies of any of them. In fact, in in our clinic, we do not take insurance. Uh, Insurance doesn't cover the nutritional counseling or the emotional therapies we do, but it does, even in our office, we don't accept insurance for chiropractic care. Because we provide the adjustments as well as the uh, what's called myofascial release and working on the muscles, we do active release therapies, which is, is a, an active form of stretching. Uh, so we do a lot of things beyond just the adjustments, so we don't take 
or accept insurance. But there are a lot of chiropractors that do. You can go in and get the adjustment and, and then they'll get paid uh, something from the insurance. Uh, so you can check that out too. Yeah, I find a lot of the, a lot of the ones that I've been to are, are cash pay. Yeah, you'll so, find you'll get better care. More uh, common, yeah. Because, yes, you're having to pay a little bit of money out of pocket for it, and it's frustrating when you're paying for insurance for such types of care. Unfortunately, the insurance companies need to wake up and pay chiropractic what it's worth and for the care it's worth, yeah. and so far they're not. So just, just know that if you're paying out of pocket, you're probably going to get a better form of care than you would if you're yeah. just letting the insurance cover it. Yeah. All right. So next week we're going to be discussing what is acupuncture. Yes. Acupuncture. And you know that I'm an acupuncturist as well, right, Nikki? Uh, Yes. I am not practicing acupuncture. Well, in the state of California, when we moved from Colorado to California, uh, my license didn't transfer here because of the wonderful rules of the different states. Uh, So... (laughs) Though I often stimulate the acupuncture points when treating patients, which gives a very similar benefit to the needles, I'm unable to put the needles in, but I, I'm still well-versed and able to talk about it and, and its benefits, and we'll talk about that in the ne- next podcast. All right. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Kell, and I'll see you next week. Thank you, Nikki. Have a great day. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.